You're listening to DraftKings Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Oddball, day 72, still in Vegas. I'm I'm done. My brain is just mush. I can't even. In moments of silence, Charlotte Wilder yawning. I'm Amino Hassan. In moments of silence, all I hear are slot machines going. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, and Zed's like meet me in the middle, like over and over. We're not and allowed over. to sing songs. Uh, we don't have the royalties for that. All right, dub that over. Lose that audio. Lose that audio, but stay for the Sean Marion interview. He comes by. He tells us about what he's doing with the Retired Players Association. He about getting the nickname for getting the uh, getting the nickname the Matrix. Yes, and, and and how he went on amazing race. And I've never seen anyone's face light up the way his did talking about amazing race. So stick around for that because you don't want to miss it. Wow, what a professional tease she just did there. <laughs> what else do we have? We're gonna play that game that's called spite no bold or or spicy bold or spicy we got there folks uh, had we have we are we we're on our, we're going somewhere we're it's hard to way. tell where um yeah bold or spicy where we rate takes on the scoville scale not except the, we don't not the scoville scale but charlotte <laughs> yes it's friday yep we've gotten through an entire week of shows mm-hmm. our first week Con- congrats to us congrats to us honestly but also your first week here in las vegas at summer league your first summer league yes what are your takeaways from this experience that you've had for the first time my takeaways are that you told me it would be this immersive experience and it's where everybody goes in the nba and i feel very grateful that i've been accepted as i have like mm-hmm. everyone's been very helpful and and kind and like come on in and sometimes i think uh, when you do something new, there's a little bit of like, oh, am I stepping on toes? Um, the new kid. Yeah, exactly. Which, you know, I'm still, I'm sure people still said, but um, how's it been for you? I mean, we're on the opposite ends of the spectrum here. Yeah, it's, it's a little weird for me because you know, the more I'm here every year, the yeah. less and less faces that I recognize because there are new people always coming in like yours. Yeah. And I'm sure there's, there's a Charlotte Wilder for some other shows and mm-hmm. there's some Charlotte Wilders for some of these teams where I, I walk in and I, I don't recognize a lot of people. And that kind of makes me sad because part of Summer League for me is that family reunion vibe of seeing my friends from across the league who are still here, right. but it's just it's diluted as there are more and more people. There's just more and more faces I don't recognize, you know? Yeah, well, I'm going to tell all the new Charlotte Wilders across the league to uh, become your friend, then they can all be your friend. You can see them every year. You guys have a newsletter or something? Yes, we do, actually. It's the wilderthings.substack.com. Thank you for asking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stick around. We've got a really great show. No, we don't. No, we don't. It's okay. I, 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 we got it. It's, pre- it's decent. It's a decent show. We're setting, you know, if you set the bar on the ground to start, all you have to do, step over it, and then uh, we'll just. Undersell, over deliver. That's the oddball way. 
I don't have a name for this segment yet. All right. But it came to me in a dream. Did it? Yes. And also came to me in a, a text that someone sent me. <laughs> okay, yeah. It shared a post from Reddit mm-hmm. that I said I have to read on the show. I can't wait. And I want your unfettered reaction. Okay. All right? I just found out that my Milwaukee Bucks won an NBA championship, and I cannot contain my excitement. Wait, wait. Just? Yes. When this, was this post this from? Is, this is from earlier this week or maybe seven years ago. The timeline's all messed up. But this poster <laughs> had just discovered recently yes. that the Bucks won a championship. It goes on to say, hey, all, Craig here. <laughs> hey, his Craig. His name's Craig. Hey, Craig. I used to be a relatively frequent Milwaukee Bucks Reddit and NBA Reddit poster back in the day, spreading the good word of my favorite NBA player, of course, Malcolm Brogdon. A few years back, I took a backpacking trip through Eastern Europe and admittedly made some poor decisions, which led to an extended stay in a Russian prison. (laughs) Okay, hold on. Okay. Okay. Recently, Uh I was released and was able to make my way back towards my friend's place in Munich. (laughs) who's been debriefing me on some pop culture events that I missed while we worked towards rebuilding my life. Charlotte, I read this, and I thought to myself, wouldn't it be nice if we got Craig up to speed on everything he's missed? First of all, I have a lot of questions, like how did he get out of a Russian prison in 2023? Feels Did the crime, did the time. Okay, um, but if I, okay, I guess I would start. There's this amazing prospect, Craig. His name is Zion Williamson. Mm. Really incredible player. He blew out his shoe. It was a whole thing. He was drafted number one overall, went to the Pelicans, and then everything went great. The last time you heard from Kyrie, he was probably talking about how the earth is flat. Mm -hmm. Um, Since then, he believes even worse things. You know what? No, Um, we're going to move on. Uh, Rudy Gobert touched a bunch of microphones. Oh, yeah. and And the sports world shut down. He's a hero in some aspects. He really is. He stopped. Uh, yeah, there we was had, this whole we, thing called COVID. Yeah, I don't know had if they pandemic. had it. Yeah, did they have it in Russia? No. Um, oh, and also the NBA was in Disney World for a little while, but nobody yeah. nobody could go watch, but yeah. also nobody could leave. I got a couple. Okay. And that's all right. Yeah, please. Uh, there's a guy mm-hmm. who went number two overall named John ja Morant. Oh, yeah. And he's amazing. He's a really good shooter. Uh. A really good shooter. Also, yes. the Knicks made the playoffs oh twice. God. Twice. I swear. Craig, I wouldn't lead you astray. I swear to God they made the playoffs twice, and they even won a playoff series. You'll be happy to know that they had a parade down Fifth Avenue for them. They did, and um, they also said something bing bong, which makes as much sense to us as it does to you. Miami Heat. Uh, they went to the finals with a bunch of guys who were undrafted. Yeah. And, but no one ever talked about it during the playoffs at all. No. They, we just kind of assumed, like, these guys were all top five picks. Right. And no one ever, ever brought up the fact that these guys were undrafted. No, and that was so crazy because you and I were sitting here being like, how is nobody mentioning the fact I that know. these guys were undrafted, that they're not paid that much? But I shouted it from the mountaintops, Craig, but nobody cared. Nobody listened. And then Jason Tatum got traded to the Lakers. No, he did not. Oh, that's, that's, I'm sorry. That's from a future timeline, an alternate timeline. What? It's a, it's a multiverse, Craig. Sorry. Wait, no, you don't know that. You know what? Let's take a break. More oddball after this. I, I got to tell Charlotte some other things. I'm... I got to tell you about your future. <laughs> the night you go back. 
Welcome back to another edition of Bold or Spicy here on Oddball. I'm Charlotte Wilder here with Amino Hassan, and we're going to come at you with the spiciest and boldest takes that you've heard all year. Amin, bold or spicy? I, I still don't understand how this game works. I'm going to go with spicy. Great. Do you want to read it or do you want me to read it? Oh, I guess I got to read it. I don't right? know how the game works I, I, either. I, I just the... put on an announcer right, voice to go. sound like I did. All right. Porzingis doesn't make sense for the Celtics. Am I supposed to bet on this? Wait, hold no, on. We're not, no, we're not betting. Okay. I'm confused. All right. Porzingis doesn't make sense for the Celtics. Oh, I, oh, I get it. Oh, it's debate television. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought when the Celtics acquired Kristaps Porzingis, they did the right thing because they needed more sides up front. One of the biggest problems with what happened to them in the playoffs was a lack of depth in the front court. Robert Williams is unreliable due to his health. Al Horford is 722 years old. They needed help. They got it. Porzingis is all-star caliber last year for uh, Washington. I mean, I don't even know how you can begin to say that. The Celtics, sure, they need some size. I do not think that getting Chris Stapps for saying, sure, he had a good year last year. He's been hurt. He's flamed out at places. They got rid of Marcus Smart and Grant Williams. Those guys, the, the heart and soul, and then the, the agitator who, who every fan can't stand, and then, but when he's your guy, you love him. Heart and soul? Huh. Maybe, maybe the heart and soul of some heartburn. That's what I saw when I saw Grant Williams and Marcus Smart out there. Those guys were as responsible for firing up the Miami Heat as any player in the Miami Heat organization. I submit to you that they, being gone, will help the Celtics and they'll have more talented players who aren't hotheads on the court. I thought you were a basketball expert. This is embarrassing. Uh, I'm going to do bold. Okay. Big men, dot, 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 are back. <sighs> big men are back big men are back uh, I've never heard a lazier big piece of analysis back. ever let me tell you why big men aren't back because there's only two of them that are any good in the league Embiid Who? and Jokic everyone else is a, uh, who is a great player is a perimeter player that's why we got rid of positions on the all-star break game that's why we got rid of positions on the All-NBA teams, because we didn't have enough centers to make this thing make sense. There are not three centers in the league that you would have over a Kevin Durant, over a Damian Lillard, over a Jimmy Butler, over a Jason Tatum. Should I go on? No, I don't need to, because I won that argument, clearly. Fine. Spicy. Spicy. We're not even choosing anymore. We're, we're not. Just we're, just, picking. we're just going. James Harden doesn't really want a championship. Look, you complain all the time about how it's so hard to do it all by yourself. Then you complain all the time that it's so hard to do it when your teammates are getting hurt or, you know, feeling mentally down because of things that happened at the Capitol on January 6th. <laughs> then you get to a team where the GM is your guy and you get to a team where your teammate is the MVP. You've got no excuses. And what do you do? You go out there and you lay a wet fart. A wet fart that requires a shower and a change of clothes immediately. And somehow, it's everybody else's fault. James Harden doesn't want to win a championship. He wants people to feel sorry for him for not winning a championship because everybody else's fault. 
Now, if this were a real debate show, I would take the opposite side and argue with you, but I think everything you just said was completely correct. Bold. Bold. This yeah. is... Bold. Jeff Van Gundy isn't done coaching. Let's say cooking or coaching? Coachella? Jeff Van, Jeff Van Gundy going to Coachella? Jeff Van Gundy isn't done coaching? He's done coaching. I don't believe so. I think he's a spring chicken. We also have 30 more seconds in this segment. You said five minutes before Hollywood. Why God, are you asking me to wrap that? it up? Yeah. I think Jeff Van Gundy has absolutely dozens of years left in his coaching uh, future. Hey, what about Team USA? Did you remember that he coaches them? Not the one that goes to like the Olympics and stuff, but the one that competes during the NBA season to get us qualified for the Olympics. And guess what? You can't win the Olympics unless you qualify the Olympics. Hey, coach, I see you. Keep doing a great job. This has been another edition of Bold or Spicy. I never want to do that segment again. Well, from your lips to God's ear. Have you ever wondered if Chet Holmgren might be a descendant of Abraham Lincoln? Or if a UFC fighter could beat an alien in a fight? You might have not, and that's okay. But Shea Serrano and Jason Concepcion from the Six Trophies podcast have. If you love basketball, and more importantly, if you love fun, you've got to listen to Six Trophies, where Shea and Jason serve up the biggest moments from around the NBA with their brand of unbridled joy, banter, and pop culture side quests. Each week, they hand out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Stuff like the Denzel Washington in Training Day trophy, given out to the player or team having the best week around the NBA. Or the Lauren Hill you might win some dot dot dot, but you just lost one trophy. For the team or player that just can't get it together. Plus, a bunch more trophies for all the good, bad, or just plain head-scratching moments around the NBA. This playoff season, you'll want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Welcome back to Oddball Live from Summer League. Well, it ain't live, it's taped. It's, Why did I say live? It's not oh, live at all. It's taped from Summer League, and I'm excited <laughs> about our next guest. <laughs> <laughs> why you? I got throw it off. Well, no, the way you said it though, like I'm like, I think we could just roll with it. They would nah, fix it all. No, 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 no. We have to correct ourselves. Hey, Sean. You know, you know, like when you get it, like one of those nice lofts downtown, they show exposed brick, and you see the the pipes and the, the air. That's how. That's how this show that's is. This show. You see everything. His name is Sean Marion. He's an NBA champion. He's a multi-time All Star. Mm -hmm. uh, he is on the board. He's a VP with the NBA Retired Players Association. Sean, before we take it back to the beginning, when you played in this building here uh -huh. at UNLV, I want to talk about what you're doing right now. Um, well, today ended the two-day two conference we have out here every annually for the summertime. You know, the golf event, we have seminars, we have people speaking and on panels about different transitions from uh, the game. And that's the biggest focus point for us. You know, we want to we, we, we make a home for the – it is a home. It's a home for retired players to come to as soon as you're done and, like, and, and, and get embedded to whatever direction you want to go into and have, have fun and reminisce on the good old days. You know, I think, uh, you know, one of the biggest things I think uh, a lot of players miss more than anything about the game is the camaraderie. Mm -hmm. mm. And 
this is where you come in fellowship with with the guys who paved the way for us and the current guys who who we played and who who are in the same uh, era as uh, myself and, uh, and 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 coming in newer. You guys play golf, right? They they play golf. They play, all right, I'm about to say. <laughs> you, do you play golf? I, I just got my first golf less than a month ago, but uh, I've been swinging, hitting balls for years. Yeah. But I got a, a real professional golf lesson about a month ago, so I'm steady trying to get into it. But uh, it's it'd be too hot out there. Yeah. You invested in a pickleball team. Yes. Right. Yes. So that feels golf adjacent. Um, how do you feel that like <laughs> there's been injuries? You know, there noise pollution mm -hmm. complaints. I mean, it's sort of a controversial sport right now, Sean. Uh, it's a growing sport. <laughs> it's a growing sport. It's a growing sport. But no, it's 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 crazy. You know, and I have never. I got a pickleball set up in my house, but I haven't I haven't played yet though. So uh, I can't. I haven't put together and, and hooked up and tried to play yet. But uh, man, I'll tell you what, I mean, it's places I go in, especially in, in Dallas that actually have pickleball courts yeah. for people to entertain it. Like it's a restaurant. They got pickleball courts no outside. Yeah. The outdoor entertainment area with pickleball courts. Like like at a bar? Like Yes. Bar <laughs> restaurant. Yes. It's, it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Top golf, top pickle. Man, listen, I mean, there's a will, there's a way. You play for the Suns, you play for the Heat, for the Raptors, mm -hmm. for the Mavs where you won a championship and the Cavs. I think most people think of you as either a Sun or a Maverick. Okay. Because, you know, that, yeah. the Suns is where you had the bulk of your all-star appearances yeah. and stuff. The Mavericks is where you won a championship. Yeah. What do you think of yourself as? Um, Both. I am, uh, you know, uh, I am both. You know, I am. I, I grew and became a man in Phoenix. And um, I was able to, to capitalize, capitalize my ultimate goal in Dallas. Um, with Reuniting with Jay Kidd, of yeah. course. Uh, but Dirk and... All the guys down there, Jason Terry, the team, and Tyson, man, you know, uh, it was special. It was something I wish we could have done in Phoenix, you know. And I think it was if certain things would have would have went differently. We could probably should have we we should have done it. Yeah. When players retire, um, is it disorienting at first? Like, what is the first thing you tell them in the retired players association where you're like, "This is what's going to help you make this transition"? Because I feel I've always wondered what it's like when you're an athlete and that's your identity to transition mm -hmm. out of playing the actual sport. Richard Hamilton said this. We was in a conference and we was talking about a lot of different things. And Rip, I'm quoting you on this, Rip. He was <laughs> like, and he said this, and this is so true though. A part of you dies when you retire. Mm. Wow. So so it's up to you to find out how to, to, to relive that that moment. But it, most most guys never find anything they truly love as much as they love playing the game. Yeah. So with that being said though, it's a different mindset you gotta have. And Unfortunately, depending on the position your finances and stuff, you know, it's, some guys want to immediately try to coach or do something related, correlating with basketball. Mm -hmm. They want to stay in that basketball family, which is very hard to do. But with that being said, though, I've come to learn more things that translate from business and life and, and even sports, relationships. All, right. all of them coincide with each other because, you know, you need relationships to, to do these things. You do. You got to, I mean, you, you can do a lot of stuff by yourself, but it's a, it's a little bit more easy in the maneuver if you have the relationships built. I was already looking at life after basketball, uh, preparing myself for life after basketball right. five years before, before I even oh, said really? that. Yeah, yeah. I was a father. Mm -hmm. So my son was young. I, I, re I retired. Maybe I could have played another year or so, but mm -hmm. I retired more to be a father. So he's my priority. He comes first and everything else comes second. What's something you would tell your younger self? To, to take initiative like what the new generation of kids is doing and, and controlling your ah, off-the-court things. Because yeah. right. I was so locked into trying to be the best basketball player I could be 
that, you know, I, I, and I was, I was making plenty of money. It wasn't about the money. I just, I was so focused on basketball. I didn't look at the other things I could have did when I played basketball. And a yeah. lot of guys now are doing it. And one of the things I like about the new generation now too, they're actually controlling the narrative now. You're the first person I've ever heard say it like that. Cause most guys, especially our generation, yeah. They say the opposite. Say, man, these kids nowadays, yeah. they're distracted. They got, they, they're not taken care of. They're not focused on the basketball enough because they're worried about all these other things. No, no. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not disputing that. What I'm saying is, though, like, my first commitment, my first love is basketball, of right. course. You know, and I know that that, that opens doors into to every, any lane I possibly want to get into. But at the same time, I'm saying I didn't take advantage of the, of the opportunities I could have had off the court as far as endorsements and stuff like that. I, I could have had – I could have done a lot more. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Matrix is a house name, man. Yeah. And, like – I, I, I kind of shot away from this stuff. I had, I, st I, had, I had opportunities to do stuff. I, I was more focused on trying to win. Is there a player today who you think is doing like a particularly good job of that? And, and in that same vein, is there a player who reminds you of yourself or someone you're close with and mentor and, and see yourself in? You know what, man? You know, um, this generation is totally different. The resources and the access they have is, is actually uh, – way more unlimited than to what it was we were. You know, they, they, they get, you got current athletes I mean, doing um, alcohol endorsements now. Yeah. You know, yeah. we, we couldn't do that. Yeah. You right. know, there's a lot of stuff that was no-no doing our area, you know, and then now, you know, I mean, of course, you know, fashion is, <laughs> is taking a turn for the better or for the worse. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? <laughs> I, I mean, I love, some, some of the guys be, be cold as hell. I love fashion, but some of the who guys... Who's the best style? Um, oh, I ain't going to say who got the best, but I like some guys who dress. Some, some guys take it a little further than they should, but... Uh, Kyle Kuzma, go ahead and say yeah. Kyle <laughs> <laughs> But But no, no, but we got some guys that, uh, you know, it's it's part of their identity. You know, yeah. and I yeah. you got to respect it, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know this until today. I looked at the research before and I sat down and I was like, you won the Amazing Race with Sed? Yeah, yeah, we did that. With Sed Zabalos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's funny it was me and Sed doing it, but like, it's funny because uh, I saw Andre Miller for the first time. We talked before, but I, I seen him for the first time in almost like six, seven years. Yeah. And he's he was here uh, at, at, at this weekend, and we was laughing. First thing he came up to him, he's like, yo, man, you trying to give me an Amazing Race. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, it was funny because because uh, I did. He was uh, he was one of the first persons I called when you they called call him. Right? I called him because... Uh, <laughs> We we have a, a great we had a great relationship yeah. and then uh, you know our, our we got family members that, that converse and, and talk a lot yeah. so uh, and he had just retired as well right. you know what I'm saying so I was trying to get somebody who was still mm -hmm. in that same time frame as right. me so but then it, it uh, said worked out because said is, is a is a huge huge amazing race fan like dude it's it's crazy it's uh, he he can tell you every episode and who won <laughs> like period. it's like like crazy but. Uh, yeah, so it worked out. We, we was able to do it. And the only reason Andre probably couldn't do it because it didn't line up with his schedule. He had some right. stuff that he couldn't didn't do. And plus, it's a, it was a big commitment too, though, man. It was, yeah. it was, it was a month long. And what, really? Yeah, what did they send you? It's a month long. We, we started out in New York. Went from New York to Iceland and <laughs> Iceland to, to rec, uh, where we go? Iceland. Did we have, we go after Iceland. We went to, was it Germany? I think Jeremy. It was dude. Yeah, it was it was over. everywhere, man. And, and uh, it was it was dope. But like, but once you lose, though, you still can't go home. So you're wait, you really? Go? Where do they send you once you lose? So we like a holding, <laughs> a holding. Yeah. So it's called it's called a sequester. So we was sequestered in Italy. Oh well. So I guess there are worse places yeah, to be yeah, sequestered. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we when Metal we lost, Media could sequester me to Italy if they wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when we left, we we had to we had to wait till they finished the show. 
uh, and everybody came back together. You okay. know what I'm saying? So you don't get yeah, once you're gone, you're gone for 30 days. It just is what it is. That's no funny. phone, no contact with That's nobody. Funny. You're like, you're like, well, we lost. All right, I'm gonna see y'all later. Whoa, <laughs> where you think you're going? <laughs> That's why you typically you wanna you wanna make it as far as you can, right. go as far as you can. And uh, what do you do when you're sequestered? What were you doing for a month in Italy? Oh. Eating? Excuse me. Honestly, you got, that sounds better. Got, you got it. Excuse I mean, me. I would lose on purpose. Excuse me. But we was eating. Uh, we was eating uh, great Italian restaurants, right. going to operas. Uh, so you, you could, you could. I thought I, we I, did it as a group. We do as a group though. Got it. And it's on their dime. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We ain't got no credit card. Oh, we have no. We have no credit card. No nothing. We have no access to anything. No contact. Do you have nobody. your passport? They have it. Oh my god! So they so keep all that stuff. It's kind of like a, like a dope ass house arrest when you think about it. Should yeah. we yeah, yeah. try to go, go on, on the amazing, amazing race? race? Yeah, I uh, think so. What's crazy about it is it looks. They make it look easy from TV when you're yeah. looking at TV. It's a lot harder than you think it is. Yeah. And them, and some of those exercises they go on like the race when we're when we're racing that day. You can do it. You could be doing it all day. Mm-hmm. I mean, like. Like over and over again, like dude. Or like, the, if you don't get the clue, if you don't find the clue, oh, no. find the result, you, are, you you could be there for three or four hours with no problem. Easily, they they are listen. They you know they edit that, but that you gonna be there for three four hours, dude. And like we was taking we was taking off at at, at crack of dawn, dude. Like I'm I'm we in a we was in somewhere the first we was in Iceland. This is so messed up. We was in Iceland, dude. We got there. It's pitch black. It's five a.m. in the morning, and like we gotta try to find. I'm trying to find a road, and you know remember you can't have no yeah, phones. No maps. So yeah, yeah, we yeah. got it. So we was able to research some stuff in in the airport. We had, to, but you gotta get somebody. You gotta get every person you talk to. They gotta sign a, 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 a non-disclosure yeah. affidavit. Oh all every person. So you ask them if you say hi to them, they gotta sign. <laughs> so NDA. so 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 we doing this, and we got some information that. We figured that was a dirt road, and everybody was like, "No, nah, it's not a dirt road, man." Listen, it was in the middle of nowhere. I don't know how the hell we found that place, but we found it, and uh, we got there. Dude, it's it's way harder than yeah. you think, and like, and us being said, being the two biggest guys there, like, the, the cars are small, oh, the cabs no. and stuff. Like, dude, we're, oh, and we gotta have a a, a a sound person and crew person. I mean, a, in, a, the, a, in the car in with the car us, with oh, you. dude. Like, it ain't nothing easy car. about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh man! All right. In New York, it was even. Uh, what well, we was in New York, a little uh, some some little car in New York. Man. It was it was horrible. John, <laughs> I, w- I want to talk more, but I know they're, they're, they're yelling in my we ear. Got, He's got to go. He's got to go. wrap it up. But oh, uh, my flight got to four fifteen. Nah, that mean, man, that, <laughs> yeah, that ain't on me, man. <laughs> <laughs> they yelling at me. They ain't yelling at you. That's Sean Marion, NBA champion, <laughs> uh, exec with the Retired Players Association, team owner in mm-hmm. three different sports, mm-hmm. and amazing race contestant. And sequester uh, all star. <laughs> and a real pleasure to talk to. Yeah. Pleasure, Thanks, guys. Thank, thank you, you, thank so you. Much. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate Y'all you. enjoy the rest of Vegas. Yes, sir. Huh. Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> thank you so much for watching Oddball. We've been in Las Vegas for four and a half months. Thanks for watching Oddball. It's 108 degrees outside somehow. Thanks for watching Oddball. Can someone please get us out of Summer League?